0: Hello and welcome to Let Me Boy You To Sleep. Hey Vinny! Vinny's here with me. <laughs> you okay, mate? Um, yeah, Let Me Boy You To Sleep. My name's Jason Newland. My website is jasonnewland.com. It's a really groovy website now. I quite like it. For the first time in quite some while, I can actually say that it's a pretty good website. So, it's basically a podcast, isn't it Vinnie? It's a podcast now, isn't it? Yeah, it's a podcast. You don't mind me watching telly, do you? You keep quiet when I'm watching telly. But as soon as I start this newer podcast, he's don't make me put you in the bedroom again. Come on, I would like you to be able to do what you want, but you got to sleep in your eyes. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, anyway, hi. Um, he wants to play. Do you want to play? Do you want to play? Where? Where? What are you doing? What's wrong with you? Ah, right. So basically, straight away, he started barking, so I had to put him into the bedroom. When I was watching TV, no problem, he just lying on my legs, resting his chin on my ankles, And as soon as I get the microphone. Oh, it's a bit warm in here. Oh. Anyway. Did I say only listen when you can safely close your eyes. Blah, blah, blah. Um. Yeah, so. I've been pretty busy with the whole. The backside of things. You know, with the website and. Some other stuff that I've been looking at doing, making changes, uh, as well as uploading videos to YouTube. I've now got, how oh, have I got, 938 subscribers. So it's going slow, but it's, you know, it's gradual. I'm getting more and more people subscribing, and, you know, it's just, it's a very. It's a slow process, but it's 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 not too bad, considering I've only been putting effort into it for the last few months. what was it before Christmas was it about October November time that I started to really kind of you know start to make videos, new videos, and uh making New videos out of old recordings. You know, old oldish recordings. Not old, but, you know. Like the Deep Sleep Whisper and the Relax and Sleep Hypnosis. Uh, boring Objects, Sleepy Boring Objects. I did those ones. So I've still probably got another hundred videos to make. Probably. And so far... I'm up, I'm scheduled to about the 5th of May, and I've made I think four or five videos since yesterday, I'm actually uploading one now as we speak, I'm not uploading it, the computer is, so that's doing that, it's quite time consuming, it's not really on my side, but uh as far as the computer it takes a while to do. The uploading's not too much because the files aren't huge but the processing or the rendering of the actual video can take half an hour to an hour sometimes. So you know I can't I can't really well I suppose I could but I can't really use the computer for anything else. um, um, maybe I could a little bit but nothing like huge because it's taken up quite a lot of energy and power to uh, render these videos yeah I think oh blimey Mm. I woke up proper early this morning. It was before four o'clock, and I had my breakfast about half past four this morning, which is just, is, I mean, it's not the first time I've woken up early, but it just it's a little bit too early. Uh, I wanted to go out. So I took him for a walk. It might have been him that woke me up, to be fair. So I took him out. He had a walk and... It was fairly cold at that time in the morning. So he didn't really want to be out in it. He just did a quick wee-wee and that was it. And upstairs again. And then I took him out again about an hour ago, this time he did a big poo, oh it's proper smelly, and his bum hole is the gift that keeps on giving, it really is, it's like like a little ice cream maker, obviously chocolate flavour, well not flavour but you know, chocolate ice cream squirting out every day. And I was thinking, oh, what have you been eating? But I know what he's been eating, because I'm the one that gives him the stuff to eat. And he had some beans yesterday. I had some beans on toast, and he had some beans. Um, I'm not sure if he's ever had beans before. And I guess that's what he, you know... That's what it was. I'm, I'm pretty sure... He did a couple of farts last night. Because normally he doesn't. He's not much of a farter. Apart from when I make podcasts, obviously. I knew when I went, when we went out, I was going to take him to the sweet shop. Well, it's the pet shop, but he calls it the sweet shop. Or the treat shop. And I should have got him some of those little bone things. Because if I give him one of them... He's happy and content to be chewing on that for an hour. While I make these recordings. You will hear him in the background chomping away and chewing and. You know clicking and like. Whatever noises he makes. But he's happy with that. But I just. You know I walked up towards the road and. Uh traffic was busy and he's not the easiest fella to be walking near traffic with. Because the pavements are just about wide enough for one person to walk down really and it's a it's a busy road. It leads to the motorway, so it's a very busy road. So there's a lot of lorries, a lot of traffic you know it's just it's there's, there are quiet times you know like uh, maybe early evening or not, you know but or yeah late at night and stuff but it does get busy during the day at night it's more lorries I think during the night because a lot of lorry drivers they travel at night time don't they because they can I guess it's the roads are quieter and they're get to where they need to get to without traffic jams etc etc oh, last night I sung a song and I thought you know what I'm going to sing a song and I've got Amazon Music they gave it to me th- th- free for three months so I thought yeah okay I'll take that I was with Spotify but I didn't renew Now one of the good things and it's, this is probably not the the most exciting thing in the world but one thing that Amazon do that Spotify don't do is they have Garth Brooks albums. you can't you can't listen to Garth Brooks on Spotify. So I'm guessing that he had some kind of record deal with them or some kind of, I don't know, copyright deal. I I really don't know. But I don't think Garth Brooks is available anywhere else except Amazon Music as far as streaming platforms go. I may be incorrect but that seems to be the case here anyway. And I like I like myself a little bit of Garth every now and then. He's definitely my favourite country country singer. Yeah, he is. Although I do like a bit of Kenny, especially The Gambler, such a great song. I was watching that on YouTube. It's a brilliant song. I don't know, it's just it's just really good. Uh, obviously, he did loads of songs, didn't he? And I love some Dolly as well. Um, yeah, a lot, a lot of Dolly's what well, her yeah uh, young, her younger songs. I mean, I don't know if she's had any released any songs for thirty years. I really don't know. Uh, I'm sure she has, but I don't think there's been any. Hits in this country. I think the last hit she had. Was. Basically her not singing. It was Whitney Houston's. Uh, I will always love you. Because Dolly wrote that song didn't she. By the way I'm talking about Dolly Parton. Not, not Dolly the Sheep. You know. Because they're probably the two most famous dollies. Is that her real name? I don't mean the sheep. I mean. Dolly Parton, Dolly, was that a popular name at some point, because I've never met anyone in my life, okay, that's not true, I've met people, no, but, and let's face it, we don't always know the names of people we meet, do we? But I've never met anyone whose name that I was told who was called Dolly. I might have walked past many Dollies over the years. I don't know, but Dolly, 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 Dolly even saying it like it sounds with her it sounds normal because she's so famous and she's been around, you know, my whole life really. I mean, she was, I I didn't really know about her probably until late 70s, early 80s. And she was, you know, I did like her. I liked, she was funny, I liked her acting. And I appreciated uh, certain aspects. Um, I mean, you see her interviewed, she's just very, very funny, very confident and great voice and i love i love her songs she's said uh, definitely had a couple of big hits uh, in this country and but i listen to the best of her sometimes and even songs that i'd never heard of before like the oh what is it multicoloured jumper or something that she had uh cardigan of many colours I just, oh, I like that, you know, even songs I'd never heard before, because they were maybe hits in America, but they weren't hits here, or maybe they were hits here, but I was too young to kind of know, you know, I I was, you know, because when I was five, or six, I didn't, I wasn't really aware of the hits that were on, you know, in the charts. I mean, I would hear songs on the radio and I would see television and bands playing and stuff like that. But I don't recollect experiencing the pleasure that Dolly Parton was uh until I was probably eight, nine, ten, something like that, and because there was a time, I think it was probably because of the nine to five. in oh, nine to five. That film is it? Lily Tomlin. Who else is in that? Who else is in that? Oh, it's Dolly, Lily Tomlin, and was it what's the name that was in Punchline with Tom Hanks oh, I don't know anyway I remember that film and there was the the film she did with uh, what's his name oh Smoking Abandoned Man not Tom Selleck uh because those were the days... It was very popular to have a hairy chest. I'm not talking about Dolly Parton now. I'm talking about the, the the actors. There was a few actors that were hairy chests. So Tom Selleck was one. Buck Rogers in the 25th century. He was one. He had a hairy chest. And then... Oh, I forget his name. It's gone out of my head. But he had a hairy chest because... He was, wasn't he a former baseball star? And then he became an actor, or a movie star. Not Yul Brynner. No, he had the opposite to a hairy chest, didn't he? Um. What other ones other than Tom Selleck and Buck Rogers? And there was a lot of flaunting of the hairy boobies and this was you know prime time telly Saturday early evening I mean Buck Rogers was he was topless a lot of the time I didn't question it at the the, the time I didn't question it but now I'm thinking why am I questioning it because I don't care but I'm just like yeah there was a lot of a lot of toplessness and I know that I've actually... I've seen on YouTube groups that, are, that have actually demonstrated against that. Saying... Um, females saying... You know, groups that activists are going onto the streets of various different countries. Advocating that they want equal rights. So... It's not fair that a man a male, or whatever you want to call them these days, is able to walk around the streets topless. But women aren't. And I agree. I completely agree with them. Women should be allowed to walk around topless. And I would sign that form and that petition. In fact, I'd even go out and march with them as well in solidarity because I think it's just wrong that I mean if anything I think it should be compulsory <laughs> um, but yeah it's it's, it's it's I tell you it's weird it's the one demonstration that the public didn't complain about not one member of the public even though they were blocking the traffic because they were on their little bikes and uh, you know they were slowing down the traffic I don't think one person was like oh, that's alright we'll just be late for work never mind but yeah I I think we need more equality more equality so Tom Sett, what was his name the bloke big move Burt Reynolds Burt Reynolds that's it Burt Reynolds. And also the moustache. Now, Buck Rogers didn't have a moustache, I don't think, but I know Magnum. Did I say Tom Selleck or Magnum? Magnum, he had a moustache, didn't he? Or Tom Selleck. And Burt Reynolds, he had a moustache. You know my dad, right, you don't know my dad, but my dad was named, you know why he called me Jason? Now, all my other brothers are named after members of the family, my older brothers. Uh, My oldest brother, he was named after, his middle name's the same as my dad, and he was named after a member of the family. Uh, my other brother's middle name is the name of my dad's dad so my name means nothing like it's not named after anybody in the family I think they just ran out so but it turns out the reason I'm called Jason is because when my dad was young a young man he used to have a mustache and people used to think that he looked a bit like Jason King who was a, a detective a television detective and he was he was this was in the well I guess it would have been the 60s wouldn't it because I was born in 1970 so couldn't have been a TV show that started after I was born. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been named after him. I guess. Unless my my name was Albert for the first three years of In my life. life. I wouldn't mind that. Al. Al's a good name. Al. You want Al? Yes, thanks. Al. Al. It's, also, it could be... It's a very... Very... Um, it's a good name so if you are born and you decide to uh, change your um, gender you can still be called Al can't you so no one has to learn a new name see so that's good Al's a good name so I I remember this girl at school I dated her for a little while and She changed her name. Unfortunately, I because I've never known that to happen before. I'd never known anyone to change their name. I just didn't. I didn't know it was a thing. And many people had nicknames, but I'd never, at that point, known anybody. I mean my granddad was called granddad but his name was actually Edward but everybody well his kids called him dad but my nan called him Eddie no not Eddie Ted no Ted that's it they called him Ted and they had a son who they also called Edward, but they called him Eddie. So everyone called him Eddie, and everyone called everyone called my granddad Ted. Like Teddy. And you may wonder why I'm telling you this, but I, I've forgotten. There's there must be a reason why I said this stuff. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember Um, oh yeah so I was named after that after that TV bloke yeah I think that was the end of the story I think that was it I think that was the whole thing oh yeah the girl okay the girl at school her initial name was something like Tracy and she changed it to Laura, or I don't know, whatever, I'm making this bit up, I don't remember, she lived in the same road as me, just a little bit further up, near the pub, and she had an older sister who I really liked, but she was, at the time, a lot older, but in reality, not not really, you know, She's probably only like maybe two or three years older than me. But I was 14, so that's a lot. You know, to a 14 year old, a 17, 18 year old is, that's ain't, it's not ancient, but it's, it's just, she was just a lot older. She was an adult. And I remember once that I knocked on a door, knocked on my friend's door, she wasn't in. But her sister answered the door. No, no, her sister shouted, come in. So I came in, right? Because I didn't realise it was her sister shouting because I was used to going in there because I was friends with this girl. With not her sister, but I was friends with her. I'd met her sister a few times. Uh, I liked her sister, but for different reasons. And, But I was friends with this, this girl. I'd known her for years. Uh, she even, I think she put, yeah, she did. She put an earring in my ear. She was the first person to do that. It was weird. I mean, I was yeah, I didn't. It was a bit awkward because I was on the toilet at the time. But just like, just wait until I finished. She, she put an earring, yeah, and it was. I think it got infected, which is pretty much normal. I think, for most kids that do that. I don't know if she heated it with a lighter and then put an ice cube on it afterwards or something like that. And then, when I was 25, my then-girlfriend, who I was with, decided she wanted to put an earring in my ear. She said, oh, you should have your ears pierced. And I said, no, they're already pierced. But I'd have to have them re-pierced. And she said, no, you don't. She said, because I've had both my ears pierced when I was at that time. That was the first time I had it done. It just did one ear. And then when I was 17, I had both my ears pierced and I had my my hair bleached. because so I wanted to look like uh, Bross, Luke Goss from the Bross or Matt. I'm not sure which one I wanted to look like. Because they were identical twins, I wasn't really sure which one was which. But one sung, and the other one played the guitar, or was it the keyboard? I think it was a guitar. Uh, you might not know who Boss are. They sang a song like "I owe you nothing, ooh, nothing at all," and when will I? Will I be famous? I can't answer. Ooh, I can't answer that. Yeah. I probably didn't do it too much justice. I was actually listening to it last night. And. Yeah. It was weird because. It made my pink face even more pinker. And look even more pinker because. White hair on a pink head it's not a good it's not a good match because you can just see like I've got dark hair I've got got grey hairs as well but I've got dark hair but I know that once my hair I mean it's going to go grey and then it will go white Like my dad's hair is white like snow he's got lovely hair uh, but he's got more hair he hasn't got more hair than me but he hasn't got bald patches like I've got a bald patch at the back and he hasn't got that and it doesn't seem fair <laughs> doesn't seem fair it's so obviously I've inherited my mum's hairline it's not fair so, so i got this bald patch at the, at the back Which has really grown over time. But it snuck up on me. A little bit like... I don't know. Age. Or my belly. You know, just gradually. My weight just gradually went up. To the point where... It's like, wow. How did I get that heavy? Heavy. I must have the strongest legs in the world. That's why I say anyone that's heavy. You know. One thing remember. They've got strong legs. We've all got strong legs. I not know apart from those that haven't. But generally to carry around a body. Your legs have to be strong. They might not be uh, weight lifting strong. As in you know power lifters. Everybody's got strong legs because you have to have to carry around the weight of a body is it's just like our necks. So i put like everybody's got a strong neck, apart from those that don't, but generally everybody's got a strong neck, even those that don't think they have, because their head weighs a lot. So anyone that's listening thinks oh they're not strong you are you are physically strong doesn't matter how much you weigh doesn't matter if you think you've got no muscles you have because you have to be strong your ankles are strong our knees our hips our neck they're strong and our muscles and our legs the muscles in your back it's all strong yeah maybe not to the point of being able to win an Olympic gold medal but you know it's just it's worth remembering you're very strong that's what I'm trying to say is you're strong Is a compliment <laughs> anyway so her friend my, my, my friend's sister well basically I just heard a voice saying Come in. I didn't know she was saying come in, but I'm coming to answer the door or come in, because it's the same word. I waited and I thought, well it's raining so I'll just, just walk in. And the door was open, it was unlocked so I walked in. Uh, I guess she was expecting someone, I don't know. And... I'm thinking that my friend is there, but she's not. So I'm standing at the bottom of the stairs, and suddenly her sister walks to the top of the stairs. She basically, just she walks halfway down the stairs. She's She's got a towel around her. She's, she's always in the bath, or in the shower, or whatever. Now... I was probably 14 at the time. Sitting on the back of a bus used to get me excited. So, you know, it's, this was a bit too much for me. And I really fancied I had done for years. And... I wanted to say something funny. So I decided to... to I copy the line... From a Chevy Chase movie. Uh, what was the movie? Fletch. And it was the ideal opportunity. I'd literally just seen that movie. Probably that week. And it was the perfect scenario. Exactly the same scenario. as what he was in. So I said to her. Oh, can you do me a favour? She said what's that? "I said uh, can, I, can I borrow your towel? And she laughed. I said no really. And she And she just ran off. But it was like a perfect scenario. Now I I'd i I'd love to be able to say that I thought that up myself but I didn't. It was you know, Fletch, Chevy Chase, Fletch, Fletch the movie. I'm sure they did two 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 of them. Fletch Lives. Fletch and Fletch Lives I think. But they're very funny, funny movies. One of those movies that are kind of forgotten. Like Heaven Can Wait is another one that Fletch did. Is it Heaven Can Wait where he's a dog? He plays a dog and he did quite a few movies that were really good. And it seems that the only movies that... There's so many good comedy movies that are not played on telly. And I don't understand why. Or they're not streamable. Now it can't cost anything... To play them on telly. I mean, they, they can't be, they're so old, they're probably out of copyright by now. I mean, it's like, uh, 80s, 1980s, early 80s films. But they were good. Now with Chevy Chase, you've got the National Lampoon vacation, especially the Christmas one. They, that, they play that on TV at Christmas and stuff. Uh, and they were good movies. I liked them. But he was in other stuff as well. I mean, he was a big star, wasn't he, in America? On Saturday Night Live and stuff like that, which was... we I didn't get that in this country. Or... I think you could get it, but you had to have, like, satellite dish. Like a proper... This is before satellite dishes were available to the masses. You know, you kind of had to invest in a satellite dish in your own garden uh, my uncle had one it was like wherever they launched missiles not missiles um, rockets in the Nevada desert you know it's big old it was like it wasn't as big as that but it was a big old thing and my uncle could get TV channels from all over the world uh, so you know, America, Germany. Do I need to list every country? But he, he used to watch stuff from all over. Uh, I don't know. It wasn't like subscription. I think you just tuned in and watched it. There was there was no paywall or scrambler or anything because most people didn't have access to this kind of stuff. He was really big into technology. He loved. Loved technology, loved, uh, I say he loved, he's still alive, he loved, but when I knew him, he loved computers and games, and he was really into that stuff. Lovely bloke, really. Best uncle ever. Haven't seen him since I was about 15, unfortunately. What's that, 15, 25, by Blimey, over ...over 12 years... ...so... ...what other movies... ...I mean the Chevy Chase movies... ...but there was another one... um, ...even things like Jackie Chan... ...Jackie Chan... ...his really good movies... ...like the really good ones... Were the ones that he did before he was famous. Uh, And they're almost. They're legendary films. These are the ones that. You know if you want to watch them on Amazon. You have to pay to watch it. And he did one called Drunken Master. He did another one. uh, Snake snake fist something or whatever so he did a few that were just really good they were martial arts movies but they were funny and all the stuff that he does kind of in his movies when he became a Hollywood star you know all the acrobatics and the the fight scenes where it's uh, funny fight scenes you know where he's moving around and he's you know I mean there there was one scene where he was hungry he didn't have any money to pay for the the food so he went in he sat down he ordered the food and he had wonton soup or something I don't know noodle soup so he's eating it and he's stuffing it down his mouth he has like two or three bowls and then the manager comes over and says, Oh, didn't I tell you not to come back in here again? Uh whatever, because he'd been kicked out before. And he said, uh, Where's your money? He said, Oh, I got, I got no money. So he starts to, this is not nice actually, this bit, but he starts to decide that the manager decides he wants the food back. So he starts punching him in the stomach. So, okay, that's not nice in a sense, but. He's actually fighting all these people whilst eating out of this bowl. It's just such a good scene, and it's no one ever gets hurt. You know, it's it's you know it's very unrealistic, but it's very funny. So he's uh, if you are anyone that's a big fan of Jackie Chan would know about these movies, because it just would it's like you like anyone that's a big fan of Chevy Chase would know about his his earlier movies or Steve Martin anyone a big fan of Steve Martin would know about his the movies that he did before he was uh I don't know a Hollywood star so you got man with two brains um the other me Okay, there's that Lily Tomlin as well. Uh, what was the other one? My kind of guy, lonely guy, something like that, something. Yeah, so he was in quite a, quite a few movies. Uh, he did The Jerk, that was, I think that was, that was a critical success. But in this in UK, it wasn't until he did Roxanne. I always feel like I want to sing that song, Roxanne. You don't know when to turn the red light on. I mean, I love Roxanne. That that film, I loved it. That was, it wasn't. Um, for some, for certain reasons, it was one of my favourite films that he ever did. There was certain aspects of that film that I just loved. Uh, And I was really pleased when he became a Hollywood star because I'd been watching his movies when I was a kid. And they were so obscure, you know, the the movies that he'd done. Maybe they were hits in America, but over here they weren't. And he was an unknown quantity, really. He, He came over, Steve Martin came over in the 80s, the late 80s, and was doing... or so i say later probably 86 or whatever and he was doing like comedy stand up sketches and stuff like that in the UK uh, he did a he did a sketch or a little thing called The Dying Fly something like that but he wasn't unknown he wasn't known the way he became Because he became a movie. I'm saying the word movie star or the words movie star quite a lot today, but I liked it because I really enjoyed his other movies. They were so funny, Uh, funnier than just personally. And I was a kid at the time, so maybe. But I've seen him as an adult. They were just hilarious. They were really, really funny movies. Uh, the Jerk was funny as well. But I just think some of the other ones were just, just you know, great. And he did do loads of good movies. But he, he became more, I think once he got into Hollywood, he was very family-friendly kind of movies. And I'm not criticising him for that because I love him. But when he did his, like... His other movies weren't really... They were more adult comedy. And... Um, I mean, Another Me... I think it's Another Me, or Part of Me, or Half of Me. That wouldn't even be allowed now, because he gets taken over by the spirit of a woman. So, half of him is a woman, the other half is a man. And he's walking around, and, like, he just... Yeah, I probably wouldn't even be allowed to be on telly now. Uh The man with two brains. Oh dear. Lonely guy. There's a scene in that. In Lonely guy. That's really... There's a few scenes in it that's very funny. There's one scene. Where. He's... He's trying to stop someone from jumping off a bridge, someone he cares about, and he's running down this bridge to stop the person from jumping, and he goes up to them and says, stop, look, look, and, he, and the person turns around, it's not not the person he thinks. He said, oh, hold on, sorry, carry on, and he just keeps on running towards looking for the other person, and it's just, it's so inappropriate. But it's so, like, just, to, it's funny because to be so caring about one person and then not to care about another person, it's just, even as a kid, I saw how ridiculous the absurd, I love absurdity, always have loved absurdity. That's uh, one of my favorite comics, uh, comedy shows was the Kenny Everett show when I was a kid. He was just, I used to love mimicking him. Uh, if, if you're in America or in another country, you may never have heard of Kenny Everett. He was one of the greatest DJs, radio DJs ever. I mean, arg- I'm going to say arguably that this country ever had because he was f- so funny. And what well, just shows you how funny he was because he got a comedy show. He wasn't a comedian, like a, a stand-up comedian or anything. As as far as I'm aware, he just was a really funny person. So we ended up getting a TV show and doing sketches and characters. and It was hilarious. It's really, really funny. And unfortunately, he's gone now. He's, he passed away. But I used to listen to him... In his last couple of years, and he was back on radio, and he got kicked off because he said something that upset people. Uh, so he, I think, he lost his job. But it was just a pleasure to listen to because he had all these little jingles that was like, I don't know, like, and now it's news news. Oh, I know it's, it's not a good example, but it was just. It's just funny, very light very light and uh pleasurable it was a very it was it was a nice way to spend a few hours whilst working to listen to him and he played music and i think he was on radio two think initially i think he was on radio one in the early days and he probably hosted top of the pops. I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure he would have done. Most of the Radio 1 presenters hosted Top of the Pops at some point. I'm trying to think that there was another comedy act whose films I watched, and I forget their names. They were American, or kind of American and Mexican. Uh, oh. one was a big bloke and the other one was really slim blonde hair, blue eyes and they did a lot of spaghetti kind of spaghetti western movies but very funny like really funny, funny movies and again almost like forgotten And because I'm sitting down on my city, reclined, I don't have any uh, computer or iPad or even my phone or anything on me. So I can't fact check. Oh, what were they called? It might come to me. It might. But they were really funny. And... There was a few... Cause basically, what happened is... Probably for the age of 12... Maybe 13... I started going to the video shop around the corner. Well, the, the video shop opened around the corner. There was one that was miles away. And we used to go there and get videos on... Oh, man, it was... The 2000 series, was it? Sony. I forget, really old video recorders. They were the first ones. Pretty much. And they went on for about four hours each side. That was before Betamax. And then VHS took over from Betamax. But. The we used to go. I used to go there, walk with my brothers, or my dad would drive up there, and we'd get movies out, and that was my favourite thing of the weekend. Seeing that maybe had four movies, and they'd be piled up, and they'd have their boxes and they'd have pictures and stuff, and I just loved it. I loved, I loved movies. I just loved. I did, and. When the video shop opened around the corner, it was easier. I mean, literally, it was round the corner. And they let me join. And I was only, what, 13. And they let me join, and I was in there every day. Not every day, but I was in there regularly. And I watched every martial arts movie they had. Because I started doing karate at 14. Or maybe I was 13 and a half. Four to, I don't. I lose track. But you know. Maybe 13 and a half. So I started doing karate. And so I watched every single martial arts movie. Like most kids would do. Who do any kind of martial arts. They'll watch every movie. Well they used to. I don't know if it's like that now. But it used to be a rite of passage. You would what. I mean you would start off with Bruce Lee of course. The king. Um back then probably more so now but uh, I guess nowadays it'd probably be the Van Dam uh, Jet Li uh, people like that that weren't around when I was a kid because there's yeah a lot lot of martial arts movies came out once I kind of I think the Karate Kid kind of stirred that on when the Karate Kid was released in was 84 it yeah it, it garnered a lot of attention from the public and interest and then movies started getting made and you know like I said Van Damme with his what did he do kickboxer what's the other one he did he did lots but there was two really big ones Kickboxer and another one which was kind of similar to Kickboxer actually and then Jet Li in the 90s came out and he was a big star in the 90s um, but yeah so I watched every single movie martial arts movie there was And if they if they got a new one in they'd tell me oh we got a new one in I'd say oh thanks for telling me I said well we did tell you that we'd tell you if we got a new one in I said I oh, know I appreciate it and they said well you, you told us to tell you if we got a new one in I said I know well, why, why are you going on about it he said I just, just want someone to talk to it's been really quiet today I said okay oh, give me a hug come on so and that was alright and I, I, I did watch them and then well not, I did watch all in first. I probably started off watching the comedies, and I'd still watch the comedies and the martial arts films at the same time, not at the same time, you know uh maybe take out one of each and I watched every single comedy that they had every single one going back didn't matter how far it went back. I'd watch it. I loved comedy films. Comedy movies. Loved, loved, loved them. And that's where I discovered... Steve Martin. I mean, I was already a fan of Richard Pryor. I mean, really, Richard Pryor was the biggest... Well, not really. He actually literally was the biggest movie star in the world at one point and he if you can argue with me on this one it's it's true he had uh, he had a like 10 million dollar contract or something and this was in about like, 1980 it was or 1981 it was during the time when he did superman 3 and he basically was a star of the show he was a star of the movie even though so it was about Superman and Louis, Louis 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 Lane, but Richard Pryor. I think he might have even got paid more than they did. I'm making that bit up. So I I loved all his movies. Like I watched every single one of Richard Pryor's movies from the video shop. So I, you know I was brought up watching. On television, stir crazy. Is it stir crazy? Yeah. I want to say stir chicken, but it's basically stir crazy, and there's a picture of him. Is it John Candy as well, wearing chicken costumes? It is John Candy, isn't it? Yeah. Aren't they dressed up as chickens? Or. No, wait a minute. Or is that Brewster's Millions? Stir Crazy. That's him and Gene Wilder, isn't it? I think it is. It's Gene Wilder did Stir Crazy. See No Evil, Hear No Evil. They did those two together. Uh, Lady in Red? Was that the one they did both together? Or that might have just been Gene Wilder. What's the other movie they did together? Stir Crazy, definitely. Definitely Hear No Evil, See No Evil. Or See No Evil, Hear No Evil. One of those. And silver streak that's it silver streak they were on a train called the silver streak now I think see no here no evil evil was the last one they did unless of course they did do Lady in Red they definitely did three movies together maybe four but I remember, I remember seeing a documentary or an interview with Gene Wilder and he talked about Richard Pryor and he said they never saw each other outside of working. They only saw each other when they worked together. But when they did work together, there was um, chemistry that was uh, undeniable. There was a real a real chemistry between them, a comedy chemistry and they didn't want to spend time together outside of work in, in case they lost that spark and they i still think Gene Wilder is one of the greatest comedy actors of all time i really do i do i love there's one scene i can't remember what movie it was in because so I've seen every every Gene Wilder comedy film as well. He did... A, a woman kissed him. And he acted like a small child acts when they're kissed by a girl. Or by a boy or by anyone. By a grandparent. You know, just like basically that. Like, and he was like wiping his mouth. And then he runs away cry, screaming. It's just hilarious to see. Like he's an adult doing this. And it's very funny, but he was one of my comedy heroes, really, film comedy actor heroes. And Willy Wonka, he was so good in that. I didn't. um, I didn't. I didn't really enjoy the remake, if I'm honest. Yeah, not really, it wasn't really... I mean, Johnny Depp is clearly a great actor and a movie star, and, you know, he's, he's great at his craft. But I'm not... I didn't really... I just loved the original. It's kind of... To me, that would be like remaking... It's a Wonderful Life. You know, the movie, It's a Wonderful Life. It's just, there's a reason why they've not remade it. I mean, they have technically remade it, made different versions, just not called it that. Um, but I can't, I, I wouldn't want to watch it. It doesn't don't matter how good the actor is. It's, it's Jimmy Stewart is... He is the man in that. He is the Jimmy Stewart, Donna Reed. What was his name in that? Um, so I was going to call myself that when I did my comedy. I was gonna. That was gonna be my stage name. I forget what it is now. Oh, is something wrong with Daddy. Right, I remember his name was Daddy. That was his kids calling him. That. George Bailey. George Bailey. Um, I was going to call myself George Bailey when I did the stand-up, when I first started, because I kind of wish I had seen it in a way. But that was my favourite movie. It still is my favourite movie of all time. It's a Wonderful Life is... Yeah, it's my favourite movie. I can't really watch it anymore, because I I can't... pretty much no word for word what's said in it, and... it's just such a special movie. You know, it's something that I might watch in ten years' time, but treat myself. And I remember the tunes, just the beginning, the... Literally, the dialogue. It's... It's, it's hard not to... I think... It wasn't... um Drew Barrymore's granddad in that as well. Wasn't he the... The... George Bailey's uncle who kept tying bits of string around his fingers to remind himself of things that he forgot anyway. I think that was Drew Barrymore's grandfather. Or great-grandfather, even. 'Cause I know that she her family uh Drew Barrymore's family are Hollywood royalty, aren't they? So yeah. Can I borrow your towel? I just think that's such a good line. And to be able to use it in real life was just brilliant. Unfortunately it didn't work, but I didn't expect it to work but blime if it had my whole life would be different I think that would be like oh okay the happiest memory of of my life I think I worked with her again I think because she was a supervisor at a factory I think it's only afterwards that I started thinking wait a minute because she looked familiar to me But this was a few years later, so this was 1990, so we're talking the difference between 1984 and 1990, so that's what, six years, so she was in her early 20s, she had a kid, probably about 25 by then, and I was 19. So, yeah, she, maybe she was 23. And, yeah, she she had a little kid. I didn't even know she had a kid, but she was a supervisor. And I liked her. And I ended up... I left the job thinking I was going to get made redundant because they, they were laying people off. And then I moved... I had to move out of where I was living because I couldn't pay the rent. So I moved into this little room, which, ironically wow I didn't even think about this blimey it was opposite where she lived it Was just in the same road as I used to live before but thinking about it that might have been the same house that she lived in before I'm pretty sure it was flats. She had a flat upstairs so I did go in there, and she was friends with the other supervisor who was my supervisor. So she wasn't my supervisor. Her her best friend was, and I hadn't seen them for probably six months. Four, I don't know, three four months, and I said, and they said, sort of, what, "What happened to you?" I said, "Yeah, I, well, I figured I was going to get laid off, so I just didn't go back." And they said you we were you weren't going to get laid off. we were getting rid of the deadwood people that had been there for years that didn't do anything that like just I didn't really understand the deadwood it's not a good not a nice term is it but people that didn't care about the job or didn't make any effort and because it was one of those places where you could go and you could work there your whole life. It was one of those factories that was there for a long time and people had their whole, you know, just didn't really have to put that much effort in, but they needed people to do the work and needed they needed bodies in there. Um but apparently they they said I would have had my I would have kept my job. Because they knew they were laying people off when they took me on. It was a planned thing. Because they'd moved into a new factory and it was all planned ages before what they were going to do. So, yeah, anyway. And I remember thinking, I nearly asked her out. Because I was older back, you know, I was older by then. I was nearly. No, I was 20 by then. I was 20 years old by then. And. I was literally living opposite her sleeping living living in a little room opposite where she lived and I was going to ask her out see if she wanted to go for a drink or do something and but I knew I was moving to London that was my plan and I stuck to it I, I knew that in January I was gone I sold everything I owned wasn't much but I had a couple of hundred quid to go to London with and I moved because I wanted to do comedy. So I knew that in January 1991, I was gone. And this was like November 1990. So, you know, it was only like a couple of months away. Not, not that she would have gone out on me, but I did like her. It was only afterwards that I thought, I think it's the same person. Because unlike before, I was 20, she was what, 24, there's not a lot of difference in age. But when you're 14 and someone's 18, that's a huge diff. Well, it can be a huge difference, can't it, for some people. So it's, yeah. Especially if the woman's older, because I was a kid when I was 14. I, I was still a kid at 18. I was still a kid at 19. I went through puberty last summer. That's, that's, that's... How... Oh, that's me. Er... Uh, I can't remember why I'm talking about this. What, what was I talking about this for? I don't know. There must have been a reason. There must have been a reason, man. Oh... Never mind. So that's it really. I've probably, I might have come to the end of the recording. I don't know. I don't know how long I've been talking for. I need to have a little look. Wow, I've been talking for over an hour. Blimey. And I can honestly say I haven't said a single thing. How can someone talk for an hour and say nothing? That's just ridiculous, isn't it? Blimey! Anyway, I'm gonna, I'm, I, I, I'm gonna go now. So, thank you for listening. Remember to be kind to yourself because you deserve to be happy. Be gentle with yourself. Lots of love. Bye.